This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Well, praise the Lord, Dr. Hansen. Good evening to you. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Shannon? Hey, doing great, my friend. Merry Christmas to you and everybody. Well, We're going to get started tonight, folks. We're excited to be here with Dr. Jonathan Hanson, World Ministries International. Brother Hanson, would you like to open us up in prayer? Father God, we want to thank you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. We thank you, dear God, again for who you are and that we have an opportunity to serve you. Help us, dear God, as we continue to get the gospel out that you help all of our endeavors so we can get it to as many people as possible all around the world through every nation. Again, bless this time tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, tonight I'm going to play a program that I did with former House of Representative Matt Shea, senior pastor now, on China and the Indian War, United Nations, touching on Molech. And then going into satisfied eagles that I shared here at World Ministries International. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. I have today as my guest, Matt Shea. He is currently the senior pastor at On Fire Ministries and Kingdom Christian Academy. He's also an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom, an affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute, Retired 12-year state representative, former House Republican Caucus chair. Uh, welcome back, Matt. Well, it's great to be back on, Dr. Hansen. Uh, it's always good to get on the show and get the truth out. Well, that's the only reason you and I are doing this, is, is to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out, to be true ambassadors, because, uh, uh, again, uh, there's an enemy out there that doesn't like people that don't compromise, so... Uh, uh, but that's Jesus warned us about all of that. Now, um, there's a lot that has happened, Matt. Uh, what do you think we should talk about first? Well, let's uh, let's start in China. So there, there's a video, and I have uh, this video is up on my my Twitter feed right now. There's a video out appearing to show Chinese the Chinese army. Um, first of all, let me just step back for a second. This is in a very remote mountainous region in the Himalayan mountains between China and India. Okay. And there's a muted area there called, and the, the treaties there call it the line of actual control, but it's a disputed area between uh, China and India. 
and uh, a Chinese unit of about 300 men attempted to sneak up on an Indian outpost of about uh, 50 men. Uh, the Indians knew they were coming and had essentially an ambush waiting for them. Now, in the line of actual control, according to the treaties there, you cannot use guns. So they were all armed with what we would call melee weapons or, or spiked clubs, uh, you know, uh, they're called monkey fists. These are these are balls of steel wrapped in cloth or in uh, kind of really really tough yarn. So they had these melee weapons up there. They tried to sneak up on the the Indian outpost. The Indians essentially came down and ambushed them and chased the Chinese back uh, down the mountain uh, to the Chinese side. And, and to the point, the Chinese military actually had to fire their guns. Uh, to stop the Indian Army advance. So this is a pretty significant um, incident. Many believe this is because the United States military and the Indian military just finished up exercises here a couple weeks ago uh, in that northern part of India. And the Indian Army, I mean, the videos here, the Indian Army um, sh just, I mean, they show the Indian Army beating the Chinese Army pretty badly in this skirmish. So... Um, that clash in and of itself probably is going to be inconsequential in history, but I think it shows that there is continuing clashes uh, between the Chinese and the Indians. And again, the Chinese, without any question, started this. So there's something brewing in that part of the world. And we've talked about it before that the Chinese really need, uh, because of their geography, that pass over the Himalayan mountains uh, to try to get down to Pakistan, uh, to the port in Lahore, Pakistan, to bypass what are called the Malacca Straits, which most of their oil goes through. So that's why they're building the Silk Road. That's why they want to have a pass over the Himalayan mountains to bypass that strait because it can be easily blocked by the United States. So that's kind of the first thing I wanted to bring to everybody's attention today. Wow. Well, again, in light of Bible prophecy, that's something to continue to watch. Absolutely. And I think that the second probably biggest thing um, – is what's happening in Brazil. Um, in, many people don't know what's really going on down there, but the pro, what we would consider a pro-Christian, pro-freedom um, president, Bolsonaro, who had attended actually uh, what we would consider spirit-filled rallies um, in the recent past, like in the last year and a half, they have... Uh, essentially set it up for a civil war in Brazil. Let me explain. The head of the elections court is a communist, and he and his cronies essentially took the former president who was actually arrested and sentenced and could not ever run again for president in Brazil. His name is Lula, Lula da Silva. And he is an outright communist. He's an acknowledged member of the Socialist International. And, you know, no, there's no question about this. They rigged it so this court essentially allowed uh, Lula da Silva to run again. And mysteriously, there's election irregularity down there. And many, many uh, incidents of fraud um, and Brazil is a little bit different than the United States. The, the Brazilian military actually can perform an audit of the elections. 
And so the Brazilian military performed an audit of the elections and came to the conclusion that they could not say that it was a free and fair election. And so the short version of this is the Brazilian military is standing with Bolsonaro now. And just yesterday and this morning it was reported that uh, there are mass arrests of what we would consider freedom-minded people down there that have been protesting now for over 43 days. There have been mass arrests, and this is a day after uh, Bolsonaro did his first speech in, uh, or two days after Bolsonaro did his first speech in 40 days. He was silent for 40 days, which is biblically prophetic, by the way, as you, you and I both know. And his first speech was essentially that uh, the people will not have their voice uh, crushed by the communists, and the military will stand with the people. That was Bolsonaro's uh, speech in a nutshell. Wow. I have, again, posted on the Twitter feed. Well, the communists reacted with these mass arrests, and it looks like the Brazilian military is going to intervene. It's a question of when. Um, so this looks like Brazil may be descending into a civil war, but because the Brazilian military is on the side of the people, um, that communist insurgency down there should be uh, wrapped up pretty quickly. And this is important geostrategically because the Chinese have been trying to get into Brazil for a very long time, and Bolsonaro has resisted that and is really the last bastion of freedom in South America. Wow. Wow. It's, it, it reminds me when you were talking about like in uh, Hobbes overseeing your own election in Arizona. I mean, what, what, what a fiasco, Matt. What an absolute fiasco in Arizona. No question that there was um, a significant breach of trust regarding the election in Arizona. Um, massive irregularities that cannot be explained, um, both statistically and just in the whole, uh, you know, mysterious breakdown of machines that have been tested working perfectly the day before and were vast. The machines were uh, centered in. Uh, conservative areas and, and regions and it's just uh, there's there's no question monkey business is going on right now and that we as as americans need to understand that there is a very great intentional evil that is coming against this country and as christians we're not supposed to just sit back and wait we are actually supposed to be the salt and light uh, as the world around us gets darker, we're supposed to be getting lighter. And where we are lighter, um, areas are free, like Florida, for example. Yes. Yeah, and it, it's so true. I know I'm sending out a news article today by email called Moloch Ruling America. If you're listening and, and you don't get my pastoral articles, uh, telephone 360 629-5248 or my website www.worldministries.org and we'll be glad to send it to you absolutely free. Molech ruling America. And, uh, you know, Molech, you understand all of that in the history and the spirit, Matt. Yes, absolutely. And and, and also the science of judgment, that, that judgment is attached to, follows evil in, and the more that we let evil uh, rampant in the land, the more judgment is going to happen. And, uh, you know, I guess that brings us to the, ne the, the, the third biggest thing, and that is that uh, Jen Stoltenberg, the uh, NATO Secretary General, has said, quote, 
a full-fledged war that spreads into a major war between NATO and Russia, end quote. Uh, he's worried that that is going to happen. And, uh, you know, the reason why is because Vladimir Putin sent a, a message that he was thinking about a first strike policy to preempt a, an attack by a foreign country with nuclear. So now Putin's openly talking about that. Uh, Belarus this morning uh, just put in uh, a couple of changes. Now, what's fascinating is one of their high-ranking officials that was actually anti-Russian mysteriously died a couple of weeks ago. And now there is a lot of changes in ba the Belarusian defense structure just this morning. And uh, as I, you know, as I get more information, I'll... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll post that. But the bottom the, the bottom line is that it appears that Belarus is preparing for war, um, full fledged war. Now, they've been helping the Russians. Uh, they've been uh, uh, logistically helping the Russians, uh, giving their own bases as staging areas for the Russians. But now it appears that the Belarusians are going to actually fully join the war there in Ukraine. And I think this is why the NATO secretary general is saying it's very likely uh, or he's worried that it's very likely that this is going to be a broader war. And we've been talking about it on this show for a while. And so for us, I mean, again, biblical prophecy, um, we're, we're watching it uh, unfold before our very eyes. And, you know, we, again, we as Christians need to not be on the sideline, but we need to, uh, we need to be involved. We need to be preaching the gospel. We need to be healing the sick and delivering. We need to be, uh, preaching truth to power as well, uh, wherever. And, you know, I, I just have some testimony of really great things happening. Uh, here in Spokane County, the old guard of the Republican Party was completely swept from office uh, on Saturday. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, in a, in a, it was a landslide, two to one, uh, in the vote count, like 128, I think, to 60-something. So it there is reason for hope, but it's this is an outgrowth. The political side is an outgrowth of us turning our hearts toward Jesus Christ. Because when the when the leader uh, now of the Republican Party in Spokane County is a spirit filled, spirit led pastor, the ground is shaking, and that's what has just happened. Yeah, and that's so beautiful. I I know that again. Uh, the science of judgment. It, uh, it continues to happen if the church doesn't get involved and stop that constant slide. Uh, let me, I'm going to read you a paragraph of this Moloch ruling America. It says Moloch was a Canadian, uh, Canaanite deity associated with child sacrifice. A statute of Moloch was stationed at the entrance of the Colosseum in Rome to welcome visitors to an exhibit that ran through March 20, 2020. This location is where many Christian martyrs died when they would not renounce their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, the height of this hypocrisy cannot be overlooked. The leaders of the world do not look to God of the Bible as supreme, worthy of loyalty, worship, and obedience. Placing the statue of Molech, there was an example of how the world, especially the demons influencing the leaders of the world view true Christians. They see them as ignorant, stupid, narrow-minded individuals resisting the morality of the new world order where the morality of Moloch is worshipped. 
Throughout the Bible, where the Israelites engaged in the morality of Moloch, even to the extent of killing their children in the fires of Moloch, God judged them. They went into bondage and slavery as everything they did failed. Leviticus 18.21, do not allow any of your children to be offered to Moloch. The morality of Moloch includes not only killing babies in the mother's womb, but also homosexuality, lesbianism, cross-dressing, adultery, fornication, cohabitation, drunkenness, idolatry, deceit, witchcraft, etc. We are seeing the spirit of Moloch all through America today, and we can put in uh, the most conservative politicians, it will stop in and by itself, Matt, uh, the, the takeover of communism. It'll slow it down. But unless we have a great awakening, you know, we need to repent of the four sins that bring judgment on a nation, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. We've talked about that. If we don't have another great awakening, I don't care who is in charge politically, we're going to come under the science of judgment. Matt? That's exactly right. I mean, the the politics is the outgrowth. It's the outpouring. It's the overflow from what the heart condition of the people is. And that has to be a a great awakening. And and just to, you know, the theological difference, a revival is very localized and awakening is nationally. We need an awakening. This needs to happen nationally. And I would say worldwide, this needs to happen. And and, and look at the enemy is doing – a, you know, a great awakening of evil right now, if you will. Yes. And I'll give you an example. I know we, we have we don't have a ton of time, but I'll give you an example. Um, at the United Nations, um, religious leaders met at what was called COP27 in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, here uh, a couple of weeks ago. I talked to one of the, the reporters there, Alex Newman, who was there, and he actually had a sit-down with these so-called religious leaders who created an addendum, quote-unquote, their words, to the Ten Commandments and a, quote, third covenant. And so literally these people are writing uh, like an anti-Ten Commandments. And uh, I I have this posted up. People can go take a look at it, um, this interview. It's an anti-Ten Commandments that essentially talks about worshiping the world instead of worshiping Almighty God. Wow. And this is what it's all about. We're, we're being called to a time, who do we actually worship? Just like when the priests of Baal are there, and, and they're, they're, they're claiming that Baal is Lord, who do we actually worship? Baal, or do we worship Yahweh? Do we worship Jesus Christ? Who is our God? And, and we're being called to that right now. And what's... What's interesting to me is the apostasy that you've talked about so much on your show. We can see it happening before our very eyes because these people that have this addendum to the Ten Commandments, a rabbi, a Greek Orthodox metropolitan, a peace department CEO, whatever that even means, and then Matthias Boning. And I want you to remember that name uh, with the World Evangelical Alliance Sustainability Center. I mean, they're talking against the the very scriptures and calling it, though, interfaith dialogue, interfaith collaboration. We know this is apostasy, and this just tells us that we need to redouble our efforts for awakening to happen here in the United States to pray to the Lord of the harvest for more laborers to come into the fields. 
Well, you're exactly right, Matt. I mean, this we're in we're in a season of abomination. It's happening all over the world, and we're you know we need a great awakening sweeping the nations. We need a great awakening if we're going to save America. So, America right now, people don't seem to understand it. We are falling apart by the seams, and again, it goes right in line with the science of judgment. These things are happening right now, and there's a reason for it. I mean, even the Republicans right now are accepting homosexuality in the movement. And and what a disgrace. It just makes my heart sick, Matt. It makes my heart sick as well. I, I uh, But there again, again, there is, for me, cause for great hope because I'll just give you an example. I was on a phone conversation the other day um, with a group of 11 pastors. And one of those pastors said something that really broke my heart about, you know, the, uh, very rarely, if at all, are there people – running to the altar, calling out to the Lord. It just broke my heart when he said that. That doesn't happen in his church. And he said, but we are desperate for revival. So, Dr. Hansen, I believe there is a a hunger, a desperation and hunger for Jesus Christ like we have not seen in a very long time. And I, I, I see that as a very good thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Matt. Uh, uh, this, this, you know, the fields are ripe unto harvest. They're ripe, and these are exciting times. I mean, sure, they're, they're, they're sad times when you when you understand uh, sin and how it's being accepted even within the church. But they're exciting times, as you and I, those that are part of the remnant right now, uh, we can represent Jesus Christ like never before. Uh, the, you know, the prophets and apostles, all in previous era, wish they were alive to close it out and swing the sword. And this is what Matt, we have an opportunity to do. It absolutely is. And if, I I mean, if there's any doubt in anyone's minds, just pray the prayer of, Lord, make me more hungry for you. And just see what happens in your life. See how the door is unlocked. And and not only is your prayer life opened, and, and it becomes a relational prayer life where you're praying to the point where the mind of Christ is a regular thing, uh, in your thoughts, where you're, where you're just immediately obedient to him and you just see things begin to unfold before you. That's where we need to be as a church, not as some languishing, uh, battered spouse of some kind where the world is just battering us and we're kind of like, well, I hope that you show up maybe sometime today. He is already here. The Holy Spirit is already in us. He is. He desperately wants to bless us. He wants to have a relationship. In fact, I heard somebody say recently he wants to have a relationship with us more than we want to have it with him because for us it costs us nothing. For him it costs him everything. So we need to press into this in this time, and that that I really believe, like you said, I, I think these are the seeds of a great awakening. The harvest is great, and he has given us the honor to be alive in this time. Let's Amen. make the best. Amen. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org worldministries.org, and join Eagle Saving Nations, what Matt and I have been talking about, having a great awakening all through the United States. Now listen to The Science of Judgment. Order your copy today. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. 
When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus, if laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you all to the Warning Television Program. If you're listening to our radio program, welcome, shortwave, uh, podcast, Welcome. We're in our chapel here at World Ministries International with a live audience. I want to talk about today satisfied eagles. Satisfied eagles. I want to read a little bit first from Dr. Cottle. I've given it a title, Be Satisfied. You must never be content to be an echo, a mere copy of someone else's life. You are not a shadow. You are a unique individual with a profound calling of God. You know, Psalm 139, 13 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. 
when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Unique. You're unique, brilliantly, remarkably put together. You are simply fabulous even if you don't think so. God only built one of you. Then he broke the mold. Why trade your individuality to become a copy of someone else? Your uniqueness is a container of your greatness. You must not settle for less than you were meant to be. You're a diamond, a precious jewel God created for his glory. Dig deep into the mind that is the real you and then discover that magnificent diamond God has made. Do you agree that America is in crisis, needs another great awakening? If it is going to survive. We are attempting to gather groups of Christians who are concerned about the attack on our freedoms and are willing to take a stand against what is happening in our government. We must expose the forces that are attempting to replace our republic under the morality of God defined in the Bible with tyranny, thus communism. The vision and mission of Eagle Saving Nations is to wake up Christians of the seriousness of the hour and hold revival meetings across the world. We want to fill stadiums, conferences, and churches focused on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, allowing the glory of God to manifest with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. We want them to leave these meetings encouraged, refreshed, and strengthened with power and authority to accomplish confronting the evil forces that are trying to enslave God's people and their nation. We want to be true ambassadors of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of this program, you're going to see a video on Eagle Saving Nations. I want you to become part of it. Telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. And subscribe. You can do it off my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagle Saving Nations and subscribe. I think you will agree we need another, we've got to have another great awakening if we're going to save the republic. Once again, it doesn't matter who you put into power, Republicans, Democrats, if you put the Republicans in, they're more conservative. They'll stop the destruction of the Republic of America longer. But unless they repent of sins of abomination, including homosexuality, which they've accepted, this nation is going to be judged. It's going to fall anyway. We've got to have another great awakening. Again, satisfied eagles is my message today. Exodus 19.4. You yourself have seen what I did in Egypt, how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Ezekiel 17, 7. But there was another great eagle with powerful wings and full plumage. Deuteronomy 32, 11. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest, 
and hovers over its young ones that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them on its pinions. And Proverbs 30, 19 alludes to the arch enemy of mankind. The way of the eagle in the air, the way of the serpent upon the rock. One should take note that eagles fly above their enemies without fear and avoid the pitfalls and temptations a person can get by hanging out with them or getting too close. Eagles live in constant source of both water and salt water, both fresh and salt water. They live near. They choose their mate for life through a courtship procedure and only take another mate unless their mate dies or disappears. I mean, this is what the Bible teaches about marriage. They make their homes in large trees, again, near the water, and their substantial nest can weigh up to one ton. If you're a good parent, father, mother, you make a good home that protects your children, your young, their environment, the atmosphere, you make it clean and healthy. Both parents take turns incubating the eggs. Again, a good parent, mother and father take turns. I know I get up early in the morning. I'm up all the time, right around four o'clock. But then later on, before I go to work at nine, I take care of my boy. Two or three hours. Feed him, play with him, pray with him. Good parents. Both help raise them. They don't leave it up just to the mother. Bald eagles can fly up to 10,000 feet in the air using the thermal conversion currents and soar for hours using these currents. Again, if you know the word of God, then you can soar. You, you can use the word of God to do great exploits. Where if you don't know the word of God, you cannot soar at any heights. In fact, you keep stubbing your toe on the ground. You keep falling into the pit where the serpents are. They can fly 40 miles an hour when cruising. They can also reach speeds up to 100 miles per hour when diving to catch their prey. Do you know how to attack the enemy? Do you know how to defeat the enemy? Or are your children prey to the enemy because you don't know how to spiritually fight or raise them? Their wingspan is seven feet and they weigh between seven to 15 pounds. Utilizing their acute sense of sight and powerful talons, bald eagles attack their prey by swooping down on them at an angle. We can attack principalities and powers of darkness. We can rebuke them. We can rebuke demonic forces. We don't let them have to invade our homes through either bad living, bad people that come into our homes, or television programs they watch, or radio programs. You can deal with those spirits. Utilizing their unique sense of sight and powerful talons. Again, they swoop down on their prey. Keen eyesight can spot another eagle soaring from 50 miles away. You can sense if you're a solid man or woman of God, Somebody that is good, you can hang out with other eagles. You can also sense somebody that is bad, a negative person, a gossiper, a criticizer. Just listen to what they say, stay away from them, or expose them. Go to your pastor and say, this person's saying negative things. 
Expose him. Most Christians, I'll be very frank, they are so dumb in this area, they listen, 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 and let the church go into schisms. I don't care who they are. You can teach on it. And yet you have dumb Christians. I'm just saying it because I'm so tired of people not doing their responsibility and exposing a gossiper that they cause the church not to prosper. They wonder what's wrong with their prayers. You're allowing gossip in the church. They use their hook beaks to pull the flesh out before eating it. Let's look at some traits of true Christian eagles. I'm going to name a few right now, then I'm going to get into it. One is faithfulness. Two is focus. Three is excellent vision. Four is eagles are bold, courageous, and fearless. Five, nurturing. Eagles have the incubation period. Six, discernment. They're tenacious. They're determined. Seven, vitality, resilience. Eight, eagles don't eat dead prey. Nine, Eagles know their identity. And 10, eagles test relationship. So let's get into these traits by eagles. Faithfulness. Again, true Christian eagles. Eagles mate for life and their partner can depend on them to help raise and feed their babies. Again, good commitment. Love is a commitment. Marriage is a commitment. What is love? It's a commitment. If you love Jesus, you have a commitment. So you're not going to violate his word. You're not going to live outside of the kingdom of God. Again, a good marriage, there's a commitment. There's faithfulness. I have been married. My first wife died. My second wife is with me. But in that length of time, about 45 years, I've been totally faithful there's never been cheating. I've never committed adultery. So we can depend on one another. There's faithfulness. Their spouse can depend on their mate. Their children can depend on them as well as other people. Wherever they make commitments, their promises are kept, including their commitments to healthy living through proper eating and drinking habits, exercise, and sleep. These are mature people, eagles. Again, satisfied eagles. You can't expect to be well if you don't take care of yourself, if you eat wrong, if you drink wrong, if you're just a lazy person and never exercise. If you sleep all day, you'll fail. There's got to be, again, discipline. Two, focus. The eagles never lose focus of their prey. The prey is as good as dead. In other words, the enemy of your soul, demons, etc. You need to recognize how they manifest. You need to come against them, rebuke them, take authority over them, cover your home so they're not filled with spirits. They're as good as dead if you know what you're doing, if you're a mature leader, if you're a mature eagle, if you know the word of God, if you know how to use the word of God, you don't have to allow your home to be filled with spirits that separate and divide you. You say, man, what's wrong? What happened to the, what? I don't know what happened. Well, spirits might be influencing one of your mates or maybe both. They are driven as a matter of life or death. Again, eagles never lose focus. Moses was driven to get to the promised land, but first to get the people free from slavery under Pharaoh. 
We must eliminate whatever is not necessary in accomplishing the vision. There is a vision that God gives, and we must eliminate whatever distracts us from the vision. That's why eagles hang out with other eagles. You don't hang out with people that distract you, that want to say, oh, you can't do it. If Moses hung out with those kind of people, they'd have never left Egypt. Because it was impossible to leave Egypt. It took the mighty hand of God and somebody, an eagle, that listened to God and exercised their faith to confront Pharaoh. We must eliminate what is not necessary in accomplishing the vision. If something is a distraction and just continues to bankrupt you, you've got to eliminate it. Unless it can help you expand the vision. So again, eagles are faithful, eagles are focused, Eagles have excellent vision. Eagles can focus on their prey as far as five kilometers away. The eagle allows no obstacle to stand in his way until the prey is dead. No matter what comes in your way, you deal with that obstacle, that distraction, that spirit or that negative person. If you find that negative person in your church, you deal with that person. If they continue to be a gossiper, you throw them out of your church. The Bible tells you that very clearly. To exercise authority, to follow protocol. Confront, bring in witnesses. If they continue to disobey, expel. That's what the Bible says. You don't need to let them destroy the vision of the church. The eagle allows no distraction to get in his way. As human eagles, we are not distracted by anything but focused on our enemies that would enslave the people of God and lead us into slavery. Eagles will not be denied. We will accomplish all God has intended for us to represent him. Four, eagles are bold, courageous, and fearless. The message again, satisfied eagles. They have no fear of their adversary and adversity. When I've gone into countries, I don't ask a lot of questions before I go. I hear from God and I go. I've gone into countries of genocide. If I focus on my enemy, if I get into the flesh, I won't go. But as long as it, I depend on the strength of the Lord, the power of the Lord, the armor of the Lord, I go. And I've had him protect me time and time and time and time and time again and seen miracle after miracle because I have not been denied. I'm focused. I hear the word of God. I know my enemy, my distractor, spirits of fear or intimidation or doubt or unbelief. I reject them. I rebuke them. And I go. Do you do the same thing or do you listen and run and hide? What do you do? Are you an eagle? Are you a little chick that has to grow up? Where are you at? Satisfied eagles. Everyone who calls himself a Christian, can turn into an eagle if they apply themselves. They're bold, they're fearless. They attack things much bigger than they are. As an eagle, we must have a spirit of a conqueror, a warrior, a leader like David, Elijah, Moses, John the Baptist, etc. That will tackle any situation or enemy without reservation. Pharaoh, let my people go. King Herod, you're an adulterer. Even if it's an elephant, we will defeat that elephant one bite at a time. What do you think the crocodile does? Can he, can he swallow a wildebeest? No. 
one bite at a time. True leaders will always face challenges and Goliaths head on. You deal with them step by step by step. You build a mighty kingdom of God step by step by step. You continue to add to your arsenal. People helping you accomplish the goal, the vision. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will attack, we will win. Eagles will always face challenges and problems, not try to circumvent them or avoid the battle. Like an eagle, never surrender or give in to self-pity. Are you there? That's one of the biggest problems with a lot of people, self-pity, a little pity party. If you're married to somebody that likes a pity party, don't join them. You might die in your own ocean of, of tears. Encourage your spouse to trust in the Lord, to get his eyes off himself or herself. Get your eyes off yourself. That's just pride. Get your eyes on God. Say, God, help me. God, forgive me and move on. Do you understand the word of God? You don't dwell on the negative or the past. But if you want to continue to do it, you will stay in your pit forever. Did you hear me? You'll never get out of the rut if you don't obey the word of God. You will just go around the rut forever. Eagles are fiercely protective, even in the making of their nests. We're talking about, again, nurturing now. Eagles share the incubation period. Mothers know how to teach their young ones to fly. They put them on their backs, and then they shift from under them so the young has to test his wings. And finally, the mother will repeat the process until the young one learns how to fly. Just let the young one finally have to fly. Sometimes you have to encourage people to grow up. You have to encourage them, whether they're your children, whether they're in your church. You must learn to stand on the word of God. Come on, grow up. How many times do I have to say it? 24 years? Grow up. Can we be an eagle? Again, they're fiercely protective, making their nest made of thorny branches on the highest cliffs or tallest trees. Do we understand the word of God? And no enemy can ever get to us because we understand the word of God. Do we protect our young from evil people trying to ensnare them with their words, do we keep them away from bad friends? You don't need to let your child go around with somebody that is just going to let them get in trouble. They lay their nests with soft grass branches and feathers where the young ones are born to give them warmth and comfort without being injured by the initial thorny branches to protect them from predators. We can protect our young one. We can have a good home. It can be protected inside the home. is filled with nothing but love. Good bed, good food, good water, good education, good teaching. Outside, might have a fence. A lot of countries, they even have a fence with glass on the top of it. If you want to climb, if you're a thief, you're going to get cut. Eagles protect and nurture. They train up other believers so they don't get devoured by the enemies of the church, the enemies of the republic, and are destroyed by lack of knowledge. Eagles will train younger members of the church to recognize their enemies so they too can soar above mediocrity and rise into maturity to be effective leaders in fulfilling the great commission of making disciples so the nation can be free. 
If the righteous rule, the people prosper. If evil men rule, the righteous are made slaves and there is no peace, only destruction. We're talking about satisfied eagles. Number six is discernment, tenaciousness, determination. Seven, vitality and resilience. Eight, eagles don't eat dead prey. In other words, you eat the word of God daily, live food. Nine, eagles know their identity. We know who we are. We don't walk around with skunks and scorpions and serpents and vipers. Stay away from those negative people, those evil people. Eagles test relationships. You don't just believe what a person tells you. His fruit bears witness. Is this an eagle or is this a skunk? Is this a viper? Is this the devil? Ladies and gentlemen, go to my website. Those last five points I read, I don't have time in this message today. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. You can see this on my website, this teaching. Click on the pastoral articles. Click on the Eagle Saving Nations. Subscribe today. Now you're going to be seeing a video. What we do around the world to try to protect the body of Christ, eagles saving nations. Remember, you can be an eagle. Your life can mean something. You are unique, like I began this program. You are special. You don't have to follow somebody else. God will use you. Just allow yourself to be developed and trained. Do away with your bad habits and turn into a mighty man of God. Turn into an eagle. Shannon? Dr. Anson, I so appreciate tonight's uh, message, Satisfied Eagles. This is an encouragement to me. Praise the Lord. Folks, now you know why I have been listening to Dr. Hanson and World Ministries International for many years, because they are solid. And this ministry of World Ministries International has made an impact on my life, continues to, and will do the same for you. I encourage you to partner with World Ministries International. Now, Dr. Hanson, there may be people tuning in from America, but also internationally. How can people make contact with your office and sign up to be a partner and support the work you're doing? One way is through our website. That's www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. Once again, www.worldministries.org. O-R-G. They can go on that website. We've got thousands of pastoral articles on there, clear back into the 1990s, where I would write two articles a month. We've got, again, our radio programs, television programs, if they don't see or hear any channels in their area, it's all on the website. Eagle Saving Nations is on the website. I'll tell you what, so many good things are on that website. They can donate on the website. They can help support the Dorcas Fund, Widows and Orphans. They can help us get the gospel out. This year, again, we're $44,000 so far where we need to raise so I can start with a blank slate at the beginning of the year. So $44,000. We thank God for what he's been doing. We were $69,000 behind a week ago. So $44,000 to make budget. Now, you can also telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, 
360-629-5248. And they can make a donation that way. They can sign up for our pastoral articles that I write twice a month via either the website or by telephone. If they want to send a check, address your envelope to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, address the envelope, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Address the check to WMI. WMI. That's all you need to do. WMI on the check. Then send it to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. We also could use some help if they wanted to help support a couple computers that we needed that went down and about $2,300 came in. We still need about $1,500 more to pay that off. The vehicle we used to try to start another Great Awakening, we still owe $13,000 on that. So any one of these needs would be greatly appreciated and we'll just continue to sound the alarm. Shannon? Dr. Hansen, do you also take PayPal? Yes, we're on PayPal on the website or telephone, and we can do PayPal. We're using that. Fantastic, because that'll be an easy way for people internationally to support the ministry. Hey, I just want to say to you, Dr. Hansen, all of you at World Ministries International, what an honor it is to be here with you every week. I really treasure this broadcast together. And thank you for letting us partner with you to do these programs as we're soon to close out this year. I know we're going into 2023. Seems like the difficulty level just keeps increasing. But I'll tell you, when I hear these programs like tonight, they encourage me that we can make it. And I know the word of God is true. Jesus says, I will never leave nor forsake you. I'm with you till the end. And so we must continue to report for duty, battle the host of hell and make a stand for Jesus. And I know then we're all going to be able to finish the race one day and look back and say, well, it was all worth it. <laughs> we made it. As we're preparing to close tonight, Brother Hanson, would you like to close in prayer for the people tuning in out there worldwide? Yes, I would. And Shannon, before I do, I want to let you know we deeply appreciate you. You've been a good, staunch ally and supporter for many, many years. I went on radio, as you know, clear back in 1998. And deeply appreciate your friendship, your support and everything you do to get the gospel out. Thank you. Father God, we want to thank you for this opportunity again. I thank you for OmegaManRadio.com and World Ministries International, what we can do as we do our collective ministries together, as we do them separately. We combine like we do on these nights. And we just are grateful, Lord, for the opportunity to serve you. So I pray, Lord, that each person out there, if they don't know who you are, that they'll come to accept you as Lord and Savior. If these words have bore witness, if they're looking for reality, if they're lost, if they were ready to do harm to them bodies, and yet we started off saying they're unique. God made them unique, and they need to understand that. They have a special purpose in life. They have a destiny. God broke the mold, and they are beautiful in God's sight. So if you were going to commit suicide, I bind that spirit of suicide in Jesus' name. Jesus is here. Just call on his name. Call on his name and start to follow him as Lord and Savior. Get a Bible. 
I use the King James Bible and start to read it. And the Holy Spirit will guide you. Find a good church. You can telephone 360-629-5248, our ministry, or go to my website, www.worldministries.org, and we'll send you Christian literature. We'll help you indicate that you've accepted Christ as a result of this program tonight, and we will help you along your journey. And so, Father God, bless these people, those people that were going to do harm to them because a spirit wanted to attack them and destroy them. I rebuke those bondages, those hindrances, those addictions in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, break! In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior right now, and he will deliver you. Call on his name if you want to break your addictions. And he can set you free. He can set you free. Bless the people that listen to the program tonight, Lord. No matter who they are, where they are. Again, let them be encouraged. Let them be blessed. Let them be saved and let them be sanctified. And let them be delivered. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I second that about the King James Bible. Praise God for his word in the English. I accept no substitute. <laughs> My friend, we'll see you next time. Okay, Sean. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.